paranormal chicks and this is a sneak peek of a milk carton mini episode that we do on patreon every single month so usually we just get right to the point so this story is about william dudley he goes by bill billy and he was born in virginia but eventually he had moved to south carolina to live with his dad and stepmom in the mid-70s but in 1979 he actually got married and had three kids At some point in there, though, Willie did move back to Virginia, specifically Winchester, Virginia. I'm guessing that that happened sometime around 1985 when he and his wife separated. They eventually finalized their divorce in the early 1990s, but they stayed very close friends. Billy started dating a woman by the name of Cindy. Billy was a little bit of a jack-of-all-trades, but in 1993, he was working as a mechanic at a used car dealership. He and Cindy ended up having a daughter named Crystal. Now, Billy and Cindy lived on Cindy's grandmother's property. So picture this plot of land that had a, like a big house, which is where the grandmother lived. And then there were a couple of trailers on the land where Billy lived, and then there was another guy who some sources said was Cindy's half-brother. Something said that he was Cindy's nephew, but either way, it was a guy by the name of Roger Benner, and in that same trailer with Roger was a guy named Glenn Kearns. Now, I realize this is lots of people, so insert family tree. Now, Billy had a bit of an issue with alcohol. They say that when he was sober, he was very kind, he worked hard, but when he was drinking, he could be a bit more aggressive. And on October 31st, 1993, Billy was at his trailer on the grandmother's property, and he was drinking with Roger and Glenn. They're having a good time, hanging out, but eventually the two guys leave, and he's left by himself. He continues to drink and party and all the things. And around 9.30 that night, he called Cindy. Cindy was staying at the main house with their daughter, Crystal. So he called Cindy 9.30 and he's like, hey, what you doing? I want to come over. Well, Cindy, knowing how Billy is when he drinks, she's like, "Eh, you know, he's been drinking all day. It's 9.30. It's not the time. She's like, go ahead, just stay home, you know, over at the trailer, like, I'll see you in the morning kind of thing. Well, try to reason with somebody who's been drinking all day, and Billy shows up at the grandma's house. Billy's like, I'm calm, I'm cool, it's fine. 
And he gets there. She lets him in. But something happened. And they start arguing. Nowhere can I find what they are arguing about. But they're arguing. Allegedly, at this point, it actually becomes physical. And it's said that Billy hit Cindy in the face, causing her nose to fracture. Oh, gosh. I do want to insert this. There was one blog that I was reading about this. And on that blog, that author even says, you know, she says, I can't find any mention of any other domestic issues between him, his previous wife, any past partners. He was still really good friends with his ex-wife. Literally, this is the only time that it says that he got physical with a partner. But again, we do know that he had issues with alcohol and apparently some anger issues, but it doesn't seem like it had ever actually resulted in physical harm to a partner. But Cindy said that he hit her and it resulted in the fractured nose. Well, because of all this, it wakes up the the grandmother and she's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, we need help. So she calls Roger and Glenn over. And she's like, y'all need to get over here. Billy's lost it, and he just hit Cindy. So Roger and Glenn come over to the house, and what ends up happening is the three of them basically get into a fight. So they're fighting. It ends up, like, spilling outside into the yard, and Glenn gets a baseball bat and hits Billy in the back of the head, and in his shoulders. Well, fuck. Yeah, things escalated very, very quickly. Well, Billy, of course, after that is like, well, I I mean, I brought my fist to a bat fight. So he kind of surrenders and is like, okay, okay, okay. Like, I'm calm. It's fine. Like, everybody kind of go home. So once they realize, like, all right, he's sobered up a little bit. Like, it's fine. Roger and Glenn leave. And Billy is like, Cindy, I'm so freaking sorry. Helps her trying to clean up her face and, you know, just kind of kind of smooth things over. When at this point, I don't know who, somebody, I guess, had called Cindy's mother. Now, Billy and Cindy's mom didn't really get along. So instead of making what was already a terrible night even worse, he's like, I'm out. I'm going back to my trailer. And that was the last time anyone ever saw Billy. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, it should be noted that Billy and Cindy's daughter, Crystal, she's 14 at the time. And she was actually home in the house with the grandma and Cindy when all of this happened. 14 years old? Yeah. Because this happened in 93. And... I was thinking she was like a toddler. Yeah, that math doesn't add up, but everything said she was 14. But, okay, he separated from his first wife in 85, and that's when he started dating Cindy. So 85 to 93 is like 7, not 14. Yeah, I don't do math well, but uh, that didn't make sense to me. But, like, legitimately, there were, like, multiple articles that I found that said she was 14. Interesting. Like, one's even quoting her, and she says she's 14. So maybe they had an affair? I don't know. Maybe. So Crystal said that she does not remember her mom ever having a broken nose. Did Cindy not go to the hospital? Unsure. But remember how I told you it was like, 
well, there really was no other evidence of any other domestic violence, right? Yeah. But what Crystal did say is that she remembers Roger, so Roger and Glenn gotten in the got in the fight defending Cindy with Billy. She remembers Roger coming home back to the grandma's house later that night and had a bloody nose. Now she's like, Oh, well that was just from when he fought with Billy, her dad. But when he came in, Cindy was like, Crystal, you go upstairs. And so Crystal's like, all right. But then like what they saying and, you know, crept around and could, you know, eavesdrop into what they were saying. Yeah. She said that she remembers Roger calling his dad and asking for a gun because he said the only way to get rid of Billy is to kill him. Well, Crystal says now, she's like, I was 14 years old. I didn't know what to say or what to do. So she didn't tell anybody that she had overheard all of that. When he goes missing, she doesn't think to ask her mama? Well, okay, so a couple of days later, Cindy goes back to Billy's trailer to check on him. And when she gets there, his wallet, keys, all of his stuff is on the kitchen table. Everything but Billy. And also, why is she at the main house? Like, literally, in my head, I had a whole different narrative. In my head, because it's Halloween, she was at the main house either to hand out trick-or-treater Stuff with her daughter because she was too young to go out trick-or-treating. Or... When are you ever too young to go trick-or-treating? Well, sometimes it's cold and people don't want to take their kids out that late. But then you said it was 9.30 and so then I was like, okay. But then I was like, or they just got back in from trick-or-treating and so they were staying with the grandma because of all that. No. I don't think that... I think they maybe not were on great terms. Okay. I don't know. I don't want to just, like, put details into the story that I don't know. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like they were living together at the trailer. Okay. Because, yeah, if a few days pass and then you're like, well, might as well go check on him. Haven't heard from him in a little bit. Meanwhile, he got hit in the head with a fucking bat. Right? Okay, so... Meanwhile, we learned that you don't have to stay up if you have a concussion. It is a lie. The more you know. So, Cindy is like, well, where the fuck is Billy? I'm going to call his mom. So, she calls Billy's mom, and his mom is even like, girl, don't worry. He'll be back in a couple of days. Like, give him some time to calm down. Shit got heated. You know, all the things ended up in a fight. Like, just give him a couple of days. He'll come back. How do these people have places to go when they are mad and stuff? I don't know. I don't know. I just go to my bed and cry. <laughs> if you haven't, if you go to my house and I'm not there, and you call you and I'm not with you, <laughs> I know. Call Tiffany, and if she's not with Tiffany, she dead. Like sound the alarms. Yeah, because if we don't know where she is and she's not with us, it's bad. Yeah. Because even if she's going on a date or something, we know who she's going with. She sent us screenshots of his contact information, his picture, and all the details of what they're doing. And probably has her damn locations on. Yes. Mama didn't raise no fool. I just feel like, I don't know, all these people. Give them a few days. They'll come back. How and where do y'all go? And how y'all don't have to go to work? (laughs) So, two weeks later... His mom is like, well, he hadn't come back. Two weeks later? Right. So she and Cindy start going to some bars and all of that around where they live. Because, again, 
Billy had a history with drinking. Yeah. And apparently, and not that you just disappear because you drink, but apparently this is something that's happened before. He kind of almost like, I don't want to say goes on a bender, but like goes on a bender and is gone for a few days. But also like on those benders, where do you sleep at? Anywhere. Because, you know, they're like, don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. And they literally shut the bar. Yeah. Well, and I don't even know, like, did he have a car? I don't even know if he had a car. So it's like. I don't know. This, I'm very concerned about how this happens. Also, to pack for fucking one night stay, I have a whole, like, duffel bag full of shit. Uh, Yeah. And my fucking, look, I have a bag of clothes. I have a bag of toiletries. And sometimes a shoe bag. And my fucking CPAP bag. Mm Mm-hmm. And a gallon of water. And now with Colby, you have a fucking bidet. <laughs> it's so true. He brings that shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so they start putting up missing person posters. And it's not until December 5th that his mother reports him missing. What? He went what? missing on Halloween night. Oh my gosh. That's not how this works. So as the years went on, Crystal did ask her mom questions. It also sounds like she didn't live with her mom because it says like everything was like Crystal would visit her mom and her half sister. So I don't know if like maybe her mom got remarried, mom being Cindy. I don't know if Cindy got remarried or she had another kid and like they moved somewhere. It doesn't sound like Crystal even lived with her, but I'm like, if her biological dad's missing and she doesn't live with her biological mom, is she in foster care? Is she living with the grandma? I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of dynamics in this that we clearly don't know. Yeah. So Crystal would visit Cindy and the sister and she would ask questions. But when she started to ask the questions, Cindy had none of it. Like to the point where Cindy actually cut off all contact with Crystal Wow. And then when Crystal was like, well, can I at least have my dad's stuff? Cindy was like, I burned that in a fire. There's nothing left. Whoa. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, police are like, uh, this is sketch. Yeah. So, police, of course, believe 100% foul play. They tried to interview Roger and Glenn. They refused to talk. Lawyered up, which, again, is within their right. Yeah. Doesn't make them guilty. They refused to do a polygraph. Again, within their right. Doesn't make them guilty. And both left the area, like, moved away. But, of course, there's no evidence. There's no body. There's no, like, blood evidence. There's literally nothing. So, they have nothing to go on. Yeah, no body, no crime. Well, I mean, good song, but not always. (laughs) His family has resigned themselves that they believe that he has passed, again, through foul play. But at this point, they're like, we just want closure. You know, his mom says that she gets to go to her mom's gravesite and talk to her. But she says, I have no gravesite to talk to Billy. And at this point, they're like, we just want closure some closure we just want to know so here's the details from the charlie project he went missing october 31st 1993 in winchester virginia 
His date of birth is 4-12-58. He was 35 when he went missing, but again, that was in 1993. He was 6 feet to 6'2", 200 to 215 pounds, Caucasian male, dark blonde hair, blue eyes. At the time he went missing, he had a mustache. He wears glasses and has a tattoo on his right arm of a cougar on a log. So if you have any information on the disappearance of William Dudley, also named Bill or Billy, please call the Virginia police. That's wild. Yeah, so many like, what? Yeah. Wait, but how does a... Okay. I, there's, I feel like there's so many details, again, of their family dynamics that we just don't know. Yeah. Well, even even when you were telling the story and the grandma woke up and then she called Roger and... Glenn. Glenn. I thought she should have called the police because you're just going to bring freaking... Gasoline to a fire. Yes. But she's also like, they're right here. Come stop this. Oh, Come yeah. help. You know? I mean, I get that. But then I knew that was going to go out of control, how mm-hmm. you said it was going to go out, blah, 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 blah. But then for them to leave, then I would be like, I'm, again, this is me in my Lifetime movie that, that I made in my head that I was completely wrong about because she was 14 years old. But maybe. Question mark. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, you know, you are like, I'm cool. I'm cool, man. I'm cool. And they're like, all right, we're gone now. Everything's cool. And then you're really not cool. And then you're going to do whatever you're going to do yeah. when they're gone. So, like, why would they actually leave? Well, because maybe they left to go get the gun from exactly. the dad. You know, it's like. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of is why they would leave. Yeah, but basically they're just like, yeah, he just walked off to go whatever and never saw him again. And it's like, hmm. I don't know about that. Right. That doesn't add up. Yeah, the story doesn't add up. But again, we have no evidence that it was these people. They were just the last people to see him. So it's like, it's not fair to just say like, oh, they did it because we don't know. Right. They just waited three months before they told anyone. But I mean, that was his mom. I know. But again, they were going off of his previous behaviors. Mm -hmm. So... So they they really did the best they knew to do. Look, y'all, just so y'all know, I'll never go missing for three days just for shits and giggles. But even if I say it right now, I'm like, look, I'm going to take a three-day just hiatus. If I go missing three days later, sound the alarms. Yeah. Like, don't just be like, oh, she likes to to do that from time to time. No, 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 no. Just go ahead. Make me mad that y'all interrupted my slumber. Right, we wouldn't be slumbering. You can't sleep that long. <laughs> I no, I'm battling insomnia right now. That would be my personal fucking hell. It's mine right now. It really is. But but seriously, you know what I mean? Like I would rather make you mad that I've had the cops involved and we have to figure out, you know, like all of this. Because if he really did hit her, I mean, get the fucking cops involved. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I don't, I don't know. I just because and. Trust me, I'm that person. I'm the, I hate to bother you. Mm -hmm. I hate to bother you. But also, I'm also the person, get receipts. You know, so if you hit her and fractured her nose, get that receipt. Also, we haven't seen him for three days. Let that be noted. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want it to sound like I'm defending someone who 
it is an abuser. No, no you know, yeah. like, but, but being like, well, you know, the daughter says there wasn't a her nose was broken. You know, so I don't want to say make it sound like I'm defending an abuser, but there really isn't another history. Yeah, of well, it. you're just you're stating the facts that you have. That was going to be another thing of me is that you said there wasn't a history of it, but I was like, did he have a child with his previous wife? Because when yeah, remember three, three, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was going to say, when kids are involved, people, it gets different, you know. Mm-mm, they but had three. Also, this girl is 14. Fuck. I was thinking she's fucking toddler. I can't get over this math. I need. I can't. I, I know. Sorry. No, it's not. You. <laughs> I just need to know the deets. But like, there's literally a quote from her saying she was 14, yeah. you know. So that's why I'm like, well. And then it was like, like on the side, Donna was like, are you sure that's his biological? And I was, you know, daughter. And I was like, well. I think so, you know? Yeah. So again, family dynamics, I just am not sure of. But either way, he's missing or dead or, you know, both. And his family has no closure. And if he is dead and he was murdered, we have murderers on the loose. You know, sometimes they uh, put out, like, if you know something, come forward. The statute of limitations is passed. Like, you can't get in trouble for anything you know. Mm -hmm. Like, just come forward to give us closure. Yeah. Kind of thing. But that wouldn't be the case because it's murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. But like... Allegedly. Allegedly. But I mean, like, for someone to know that someone did something. Yeah. Well, like I said, and like Donna's saying, if you know anything, come forward. Thank y'all so much for supporting us. We hope y'all loved this little intro into what a Milk Carton Mini is on Patreon. And if you want more episodes like this another bonus episode, and a recap of an I Survived episode, head on over to patreon.com slash the APC podcast. But more importantly, remember, creep it real and and don't don't get get scared. scared.